0: I found my fan. Yeah. Yay. Anyway, welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the tea in reality and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. A say something gay. Gay. We are wearing a bucket hat today because my entire forehead is sunburned. I'm currently experiencing a mild case of heat stroke and I'm drinking a lot of water.
1: And I believe it was icon, legend, Lady Gaga, who famously said, Aphrodite lady, seashell bikini, take me to your Venus deluxe. (sighs) Harrison V, brought to you by um, the new full-time job that is wearing me the fuck out.
0: And my full-time schedule that is also wearing me the fuck out. Between... School and work and this, but nevertheless, we're recording this literally a week after this episode uh, dropped because we don't want to talk about it. Now, Eris, I have a question for you before we dive into this episode. When you think of the worst challenges in Drag Race history, what do you personally think of?
1: Oh that Drag Lexa from Yep. Drag Lexa, the water bottle branding challenge from Drag Race UK. I'm dripping. I'm dripping. Because my fillers are melting. Uh, I'm trying to think of some US ones because y'all were giving Booger down. Um maybe the entirety of season 14 because I was not engaged in that season at all.
0: I liked 14. 14 was good. The challenges were fine. Oh, I think of Daytona wins, and I don't... I just No, don't no,
1: personally. I'm sorry. No, I
0: hated that.
1: I love Daytona wins.
0: I hated that.
1: No, I'm sorry. I'm still over Jasmine Kennedy. This Maxine! is our property. Oh, no. Maxine! Maxine! I'm, about I'm, about,
0: I'm about to burst. I'm about to burst. I love her. Uh.
1: Maxine!
0: Well, we can now add uh, Miss Shutaka to that esteemed list of challenges. Because what in the actual fucking garbage was this challenge?
1: They said, you're going to do a pageant. And they said, oh, you're going to do a full pageant. A full damn pageant. They,
0: like- said, they said, oh, we hired Douglas Niren an extra day. So we're, for some reason, going to put in a full-on choreographed number, more difficult than anything I've ever seen at a beauty pageant, um, into this, as Pow himself described, acting and improv challenge. I'm about to bust. I'm about to go off. Anyway. Well, we start this episode. Turing is gone.
1: Oh, what the ring. I it is.
0: Everyone's sad. Morgana's distraught. And uh Paula's. Venus is wife.
1: giggling in a corner.
0: And Venus is fucking happy. And I remembered why she was happy. Uh and I, I fully remembered it's because touring wished for her downfall.
1: Like, hello? Kind of slave her, to be honest.
0: I mean, maybe just a little bit. But um, Min decides she's going to stir the pot and asks Rigading Ding Ding how she feels about both of her Divine Divas sisters uh, having wins. Brig is cool. Brig is whatever. Um, but Min is also confused about why she's being told to wake the fuck up. And I'm like, it's because you're not performing in the challenges, babe.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. I think maybe if Min wants to win something, another design challenge needs to roll around. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, next episode is Snatch Game, I believe, so Uh-huh. Good luck, everybody else.
0: <laughs> Very that. Um, and then Brigading Ding Ding pulls in an Alaska and whips out her dick. Slay. Slay Diva Hunty.
1: Girl dick on camera. You know I love to see it. Sure.
0: Um so also, I wanna I wanna just say, whoever the audio engineer on this episode of Drag Race Philippines, it was needs to be fired immediately. Death. You literally couldn't hear anything, and I'm already partially deaf, so like, this just like wasn't a good experience for me as a whole. On top of the fact that I thought the episode was shit.
1: Well, Julie.
0: They walked into the workroom. And...
1: They were present and they were attending.
0: Yep, Morgana is celebrating Davao Day and the Katayawan Festival. With her cute little look. Um... We also find out that Venus helped Morgana with the lip sync last week because she hates touring. Slay, and uh, Brigading wants some critiques. She wants to get critiqued by the judges, and oh boy, did she this week! Oh boy! Oh boy, did she! Um, so Mama Pow comes in. This was a cute outfit. I liked. I liked the fit. Yeah, sure. she was.
1: And, she was. Um, she looked like a moth. Yeah, like a moth in a cocoon. Do moths have yeah, cocoons? I think so. Viewers, let us down below. Do you think moths have cocoons, or do you think moths were created to run the government,
0: or both? It could be both. Um. So Pal comes in. We're not doing a mini challenge because it's a one-day challenge, and they've got a lot of shit to do. So. We find out that the maxi challenge for the week is the Miss Shutaka Queen of Them All Beauty Pageant. Now, this is not the first time we've seen this challenge. They did a very, very similar and less intensive version of this challenge on Canada's Drag Race Season 1. And I thought that was the much better of the two interpretations. But uh, the queens were tasked in this acting and improv challenge. Eris, I would like to re enunciate that. Also, my beard looks very orange currently.
1: I don't think this was, this and Miss Mooshaw were the only time we've had a pageant challenge though. I feel like we've had it somewhere else before. This
0: specific kind of challenge. We've done pageant challenges before. But the acting and improv pageant challenge, I believe the only other time we've seen it is on Canada.
1: Well, you say what you want to say and you hear what you want to hear.
0: Yeah. Also, can you you tell I'm Irish?
1: Oh, O'Reilly, O'Shea and O'Hara. There's no no one as Irish as Barack Obama.
0: Er, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> so they have to portray a pageant queen stereotype we'll talk about who everybody got and we have choreo and staging with douglas Nieres, who i've decided i don't i just don't like the character that he is portraying on this reality tv program
1: a bit of a hard ass
0: for absolutely no reason um and I then I was
1: like looking at him like she was gonna get shot if she didn't yeah. step in the right direction
0: Yeah. And then um, Pau makes sure to emphasize that the winner of Miss Shutaka is not necessarily the person that's going to win the challenge. And when I heard that initially, I was like, the fuck? But then when they actually did the crowning, it made complete sense.
1: Hmm.
0: And we'll talk about it, because I think that was the only part of this episode I liked, Beyond the Runway.
1: Yeah, and so. also, I mean, we'll get into the challenge, but it was it, it, weird.
0: It was incredibly strange. So we're picking the roles. Eva and Bricka-Ding-Ding-Ding Ding Ding both want to do the Tacky Queen. Um, Eva kind of, you know, takes, um, is the bigger person in the scenario, decides she's going to take a different role, but they both agree to help each other with their role because Eva ends up with Miss State's side. Which I honestly think would have been a better role for Brigadine.
1: Yeah, because that's her. Like, she's traveled the US. She's
0: exactly. Like, yeah. Um, and then we have a, another battle between Paula and Lady Morgana. They both want Miss Shunga. Um, they end up doing rock, paper, scissors for it. And Mor- uh, Morgana loses. Uh-huh. So here's who everybody got. So Brigadine is Miss Jologs, which is the tacky queen. Eva is Miss Stateside. Morgana ends up with Miss Santa Santita, which is the goody two-shoes. Marina uh, chooses Miss Macchiandi, which is the slutty queen. Uh, Minty ends up with Miss Bichesa, or the bitch. Uh, Paula ends up with Miss Shunga, which is the airhead. Vinyas chooses Miss Tarantella, which is the nervous queen. And Silhouette chooses Miss Caboguera, which is the upstaging queen. Um, honestly, I thought everyone's characters for the most part kind of fit them. I maybe would have swapped the two pairs that fought for the roles. Yeah. I think Paula could have done a really... Uh, we'll talk about Paula's performance. I thought Paula could have done a really, really good job as a goody two-shoes. And I think Brigadine probably should have had the stateside character.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Um, This is where we get the choreo with Douglas. I don't want to talk about it because it just arced me. Like, again, why are we doing this much choreo in this challenge? Like, it just does not make sense.
1: They had Douglas near us for a, an extra day and they were going to use him. By the way, the fact they did this challenge in one fucking day. Like, world record broken for how fast they film a drag race season. I know these girls have got, like, sore necks from going at breakneck speed.
0: Well, so somebody in our comments came up with an interesting theory. And now that we know that this challenge was one day, it kind of also makes me think that maybe this conspiracy is true. I don't remember who it was. I'm so sorry. But someone was saying in our comments that they thought that uh last week they put touring in the bottom to send home Lady Morgana. And they weren't expecting Lady Morgana to do that well with the lip sync. And so they had to keep her. And so, in order to get her out, because they had a they clearly had a very distinct top seven that they wanted, aka only people from Nectar or Obar, basically. Um, And in order to do that, um, they devised this one-day challenge out of thin air to send Lady Morgana home.
1: That is sad. That is very sad.
0: Yes, we'll talk about it. But also, if you remember when POW announces the runway category in the workroom, they cut to Lady Morgana, and she's like, why can't we do black? Like, I hate pink. And so honestly, I feel like this entire episode was incredibly scripted to send Morgana home.
1: Womp, womp, womp.
0: We'll talk about it, because I mean, we'll talk about it. So um, we go back into the workroom. It's not even the next day, because it's the same day. And uh, everybody gets photos of their first time in drag. We get this cute conversation between Paula and Morgana talking about, like, doing drag in, like, um, elderly facilities. Which I find just really interesting. And cute. Yeah. Um... And then Silhouette is going on a tangent. She wants a win. She talked about it at the start of the episode. She really wants to win a challenge. And she's like, I'm the only person here that's actually been through the rigor of pageants. So this is my challenge to win. And we'll talk about it. She didn't win.
1: Hmm. And Corazon is banging on her trailer door right now.
0: Right. I'm like, the one pageant queen. Because you know damn well if they wanted um, Corazon to do well, they would have done this challenge like... Episode two. Or three, and kept her around.
1: <laughs> uh, and she would have ate those
0: girlies up. Yep. Let's go to the runway. Um, I do want to talk about the guest judges because our official guest judge of the episode is Pia Pia Wurtzbach. Uh, the infamously iconic Miss, Phil- uh, Miss Universe 2015, the Steve Harvey one. Gagged. Um, I, for some reason, know a lot about this Miss Universe because I also follow the Miss Columbia that was wrongfully crowned. <laughs> she was on the first season of Celebrity Big Brother in the U.S.
1: Do you remember when Valentina was Miss Venezuela and Michelle Visage was like, why are you doing the same character? And uh, Valentina was like, no, Miss Venezuela and Miss Columbia are different, Michelle. Michelle was like, okay, but I swear we've seen that before.
0: They are different South American countries. Um, The only South
1: American country that Michelle Visage can recognize is is New Jersey. Well. (laughs) Well, Julie. Yeah.
0: Oh no, Rahul Laurel, I cut off
1: your head, I'm so sorry. How could you do there that to the sexy Rahul Laurel?
0: I love that everyone got the blue memo except for
1: Pau. Pau got the memo and decided not to listen. Why? Because she's a bad person.
0: Pau <laughs> got the memo and decided to wear a shitty dress.
1: It's giving the green screen behind Lady Gaga in the Judas music video. It is you know not- what it's giving? It's giving Jamila Jamil. I see two houses before me, but only one of you can be legendary. I'm Jamila Jamil. This is my British accent.
0: I'm still so gagged at you saying that because it's 100% correct.
1: It's the bangs. All she needs to do is to do some really like performative actorism on Twitter and she's there no one reads bios you should put your pronouns in your name go shut the fuck up and just admit you misgendered someone with that ugly fucking beehive on your head
0: anyway all right Eris lay it on me what'd you like about this challenge
1: um You know, Eva did good. You think? Yes. Okay. And um, you know what? I think Mint- Minty did like, a very good job. In my opinion, I think she's she was in there in the bitchy character. She could have taken it further. But you know what? I think she's coming out of her box. She's not as uptight as she has been. Yeah. And um, I think she's on her way to being a rectangle girl of the world.
0: I fully thought Eva played a different character than she did. I agree with you. I think Eva did a really good job. I was surprised when Eva was not in the top. I'm going to be honest. Me too. And Uh, it's just...
1: I think this is starting to get to me about Drag Race Philippines. I think production aren't being clever with who they're pushing. Like, we're just seeing the same faces in the top. Again and again, and it's kind of like, okay, well, we know who you want to be in the final four.
0: Yeah, like I could name the top four right now, confidently. Do it Marina, Paula, Silhouette, and Minty.
1: Pretty much.
0: So, who's gonna get eighth through fourth or fifth? Like, it's I'd be surprised if something else happened. honestly. you know what
1: Eva gives me? Eva, Eva LaQueen reminds me of Bandits Run on Drag Race Thailand. Yes, which present the entire time, but never awarded anything. And despite the fact a great fucking job too. Yeah, despite being a great competitor, it's sad. It's really sad. It also
0: gives me a little bit of like one of the more modern examples of that is like Jackie Cox.
1: I'm Jackie Cox. Can't put, me, put me in, in a box.
0: I love her and I want her back on Drag Race ASAP.
1: I want her to be in um,
0: I I wrote down a few um, exciting things that I will now discuss with you. Um, I liked in the intros when Minty was like, I live where the most beautiful woman lives.
1: My house. <laughs> my house. I love her. She did so good in this challenge, I feel i think she was third for me
0: i think she was confidently solidly third
1: and i love that she predicted the bizcochito meme before it happened because she was up on stage like
0: i loved it um i did love when silhouette popped out with her own like magic wand
1: yeah like she was the show up queen
0: and i thought silhouette did a perfectly acceptable job Uh, I love
1: that her gown was pointy.
0: We'll talk about her pointy gown. Her interesting angular gown later. Um, And then the only other thing I wrote down was Marina doing a split in her evening gown. Gagged. Otherwise, like, this challenge was rough. I think the only person to actually get the choreography was Marina. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I and, feel like this episode didn't sell me on what pageantry in the drag scene of the Philippines is like. No. Because I want to go see a pageant in the Philippines sometime. But yes. But I'm going to say that Miss Shoot Queen is... I think the issue with it is it's too... It's not... It's somewhere between being very real and very much a parody but it's at neither end of the spectrum and that's the issue okay. with it. It doesn't come across like a parody of a pageant and it doesn't come close to what I imagine a real pageant feels like. So it's just, I
0: honestly, I would have loved had they just said, okay, no, we're going to do like, we're going to do uh, intro. We're going to do swimsuit. We're going to do evening gown. We're going to do talent. We're going to do Q and a and just make that a challenge. Yes, Like where they play themselves. Like, I think that would be really fun, but I agree with you. It was, it was neither real nor parody. And some people were taking it very seriously, Lady Morgana. And some people were taking it absolutely not seriously at all, Marina.
1: Marina and precious Paula Nicole.
0: Yeah. And like, they both did what Lemon did on Canada's Drag Race to get the win. Like, Levin was just, like, so over-the-top stupid that it worked. And I think Marina was so smart to pick that character. Bloody. Um, yeah, I thought Paula did a really good job as well. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it more. Um, but so, at the very end, they're like, so we're gonna pick ball- balls out of a hatch to decide the winner of this pageant.
1: But that order felt very pointed.
0: Oh, absolutely. The, the fact that Paula... Clear. The fact that Paula randomly won...
1: And the fact that the bottom two were... The bottom two of the episode. I don't know. It felt all too accurate. And I honestly would have agreed with the rankings if Eva won over Paula. Yeah. But... But, um... In the words of Mahmood and Blanco. brevity. What does
0: chills have to do with this? That's what brevity
1: means. Girl, I don't speak al pesto.
0: I guess I'm going to be doing the rest of this episode by myself.
1: Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of. Uh, category on the runway. Pink Pack boom. Slide. Wear your best pink. With feelings. For the final time. It's Lady Morgana. It's Lady Morgana.
1: And I don't like this. No. I don't like the asymmetry of it.
0: I love the headpiece. I want to make that very clear. I love the headpiece. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but I love it. I'll
1: tell you what's happening.
0: A lot. Interesting angular movements.
1: No. The movements are angular, but that doesn't make them interesting.
0: I'm interested in these angular movements and why the fuck they're happening. Let's go with that. Um, I like this in concept. Like, the, the sort of, like, structured upper piece the asymmetrical. I, I think it's just too many ideas together. Too
1: shafts in the kitchen.
0: Like honestly, it would have been really basic. But had she just taken off the top part and it's just the asymmetrical bodysuit with this headpiece, I think I would have liked that a little bit more.
1: Yeah. and um, With that being said, my cups at an eight uh, at a twenty. Oh God. Girl, I'm tired. Um, I'm I'm in the mood.
0: I'm going to give Morgana a 50.
1: Well, Julie. Minty Fresh. My cup is full. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah, she looks cunt, and I love this. <sighs> this kind of, like, amorphous blob shape is all that's happening in avant-garde fashion at the moment. And I love yeah. those necklips
0: i just don't think i love i think this is where i'm gonna call it too much ruching
1: okay and i see that for you however what i'm getting specifically from minty right now is a full-born adult olivia rodrigo being birthed from a very giant vagina
0: And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what Min was going for.
1: No, I mean, the color
0: looks good on her. I love the hair. I love the the accent in the hair. I just think with the boot, it's just too much. And I honestly think I would have preferred it had it been with like a silver pump or a black pump or just something to break up the pink. And I understand that the category is pink. But with the ruching, it's just a little bit too much for me. I'm still going to give her a 90, because I think she looks really good.
1: My cup's full. I think I like the shoes, and I like that they go all the way up. Okay.
0: Precious Paula Nicole. Okay. (laughs) Let
1: me just... I'm turning away. Really? Yes. There is so much happening. Okay, and I'm gonna. I don't know. It was just. It doesn't give a I,
0: big I, runway for me.
1: Yeah. And did I miss something? Like I feel like I missed something. Yeah. What did she say about this on the runway again?
0: Oh, I don't remember.
1: I don't, it's just the way it's sewn as well. Like, you can see very big seams. And then the fabric, it just looks cheap. And I love the headpiece. Like, don't get me wrong. The I headpiece it's is interesting. Great. But for me, it's just, I'm confused as to why she brought this bodysuit. I feel, like might, I
0: feel like she might have made this there. And with there how it, it stayed. With how the seams are, like, i don't know
1: i oh. love everything from the neck up and then everything from the neck down is for lack of a better words hideous
0: yeah i'm trying to see if she posted this photo oh nope this is something she brought Um, it's
1: a sixty. That's bold. It's a twenty for me.
0: Big oof.
1: Silhouette. I made mean this with all the love in the world. No, she looks like Gemma Collins just got snatched. <laughs> like I know Gemma I Collins would wear this to the races.
0: Don't Gemma Collins.
1: This gown is exceptional. I love the structure and the interesting angular movements. It's nice to see Silhouette as a blonde. I think she really softened her features here. Yeah, I just. I fucking love everything about this. Like, I'm obsessed. I want this gown. Um, except it would probably. Yeah. It would probably only go up to the calf on me because six Ooh. foot tall things. Wow. But.
0: Yeah, I really like the collar piece. I love the headpiece. I do agree I like silhouette as a blonde. Um, I'm happy that she's showing versatility. I am excited to go back to her um, usual aesthetic. Um, I love I love the real high slit. Yeah, I mean my cup is full.
1: My cup is full.
0: Marina fucking Summers. I love this.
1: This is camp and it's glamour. Ugh. I believe it was the American poet laureate Big Boulay who famously said glamour. Not Big Boulay. Big Boulay and Little
0: Boulay. Your name is Drac Okay,
1: well glamour. <laughs> glamour glamour yeah, I, yeah it. I, it beautiful. I,
0: I love this concept i love the pinks that all are different but still go together
1: yes.
0: yeah yeah marina looks kind ton- my cup is full
1: my cup is also full Giddy, gud, 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 gud. I okay it i do not get why the judges did not like this Okay, me either, because I think this is really cute. This is so fucking camp. I was living. So actually, it's so
0: interesting. My roommate didn't like this. And I don't really understand why. I mean, I will say she does lose a bit of her shape. And the like, I wish the reveal had happened. But like, otherwise, I think this is like, I love the pattern. I love the concept. I love that the the like little lapel detail and the belt are a different pink to break everything up and then mimic like the pink in the rollers. I think it's really cute. It's not the best thing Venus has ever worn, but I think this is a super solid look. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: oh god. I'm gonna give her a 90.
1: I'm gonna give her a 95. Okay glamour bring it in going to the heiress envy school of drag right here i kind of yeah because it's what black pink and hoish
0: it's black pink and in your area
1: it's black pink and there you go da, da, da. i forgot no. i forgot how pink's first album went but you know what i mean oh no <laughs> um
0: i think this is fine i'm not in
1: love with it I'm in love with it. If I could change anything, I would change the necklace, and that would be it. So the rest is really cool to me.
0: I think I would. I think I would agree with you. I, I just maybe want some pink accents on the black leather, in both the glove and the boot.
1: I would have replaced that necklace with like a spiked choker.
0: Sure, a pink spiked choker.
1: If that's what you want to do, but that's I not think what that's I what do. I want to do um i'm convinced my parents threw my choker away i'm pretty sure they found it and choked it.
0: tragic um fine
1: with me doing drag but you know looking like a goth during the daytime no mary
0: apparently not um i don't know i don't love the blonde hair either
1: i wish it had like i would have loved this with like a streak in it or if it was black with a blonde streak very manila
0: or even like blonde with a black streak. Yeah. The opposite of Manila. Oh, black with a pink streak. I'm okay with that too. Uh, Brigadine is going to get an 85.
1: Brigadine is going to get a 95 from me. Eva the Queen. I would like this so much more if it wasn't this horrific shade of plastic, shiny pink. Yeah literally I love everything about this apart from the fact that the cape looks like it's just kind of tucked in on the waist yeah and I just hate 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 the fabric but as a silhouette as a shape and as a concept brilliant and Eva looks gorgeous I just hate the fabric
0: I like the color of the like salmon fabric I don't like it with this like magenta pink that she has going on. I would have liked if it was maybe more of like a baby pink or even like a neon pink, I think would have been a really cute
1: Mm -hmm, decision.
0: Um, But yeah, I also don't know if I necessarily love blonde with this look either. A lot of people don't blonde and I'm not sure why. I don't hate it. I'm just like, I'm trying to imagine it. Like I maybe would have done like brunette
1: with this. I kind of like this blonde on
0: Eva. I like this blonde on Eva, just not with this look.
1: This is the Glinda to Eva's alphabet, you know what I mean?
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Um, Eva's going to get a 90 for me. I'm going to give this an 80. Okay. Favorite leak? Silhouette. I'm going to go Marina. I'm your Filipino wiener.
0: And guess what? She won the challenge.
1: She is our favorite Filipino winner.
0: Yay! I'm really happy that she finally got a win. Very, very happy for her.
1: Has um, every challenge had a different winner now?
0: Yes. Five episodes, Lovely. five different winners. Because it's Min, Venus, Turing, Paula, and now Marina.
1: Well, Julie.
0: It's giving very Canada season three tees. Where, like, every challenge had a different fucking winner until like episode seven. Yeah. Or something. No, because Giselle won back to back. Never mind. Forget I said anything.
1: And Bombay um, was the winner of every challenge.
0: Yes. So Marina wins the challenge. We have Paula and Silhouette as high, Minty and Eva safe. And then we had a bottom three of Brigadig, Lady Morgana, and Venus. I think for me personally, factoring in the entire challenge plus the runway, I would have swapped Eva with Silhouette.
1: Yeah, maybe. But honestly, I feel I, like Silhouette did think, a good I, job in both the challenge and on the runway. I just, it's the choreo
0: for me. Because I think Eva and Silhouette both did a good job in the improv. But coming down to the stupid choreo, Eva did so much better with the stupid Choreo than Silhouette did. Mm. But that's just my opinion.
1: That's my opinion.
0: <laughs> um we do end up with, with a bottom two of Lady Morgana and Brigadine. Oh no. Which I sadly agreed with.
1: Yeah, they they flopped in this challenge, I won't lie.
0: Yeah. And they lip-synced to Ate Sandali" by Maris Racal. This was a great lip-sync. Brigading A. And Lady Morgana was up there with her for most of yeah. it. Morgana did not display a bad lip-sync on this season. All no. three of her lip-syncs were very good.
1: She, she was fighting to fucking stay there. She was like, you are not going to get rid of me. I honestly
0: mm-hmm. wish the wig that she re- the um the pussycat wig she revealed to you. I kind of wish she had just worn, like I didn't need the long pink one. I'm like, just do the pussycat wig. I think that would have been cute mm-hmm. with the headpiece. I think that I I would have liked that. But no, Brigading eight. Brigading proved why the fuck she's here. I already knew, but she is a good performer. T, hey. and that does sadly mean
1: that we have to say goodbye to Lady Morgana with sad feelings. Thanks. Oh Lady Morgana we love you. Please watch other videos over than the cast assessment. Honest I
0: yeah. I mean I'm I'm gonna tag her in this one because I mean I love her. Honestly, it's been a very long time since I've gravitated this much towards a cast as a whole, but specifically like I think Touring and Lady Morgana are like two queens that I just gravitated to so instantly. Um, and we love you, Lady Morgana, with Lady feeling. Morgana, feeling,
1: with feeling.
0: Um, and I hope you're doing well in Mindanao, and Davao City, and all of the all of the places you live. The fruit in, basket
1: uh, of the Philippines. Very that.
0: I did love her. I did love that they fully gave her a full monologue at the end of the episode.
1: As they should.
0: And then, if you notice, Pau didn't tell her to sashay away.
1: I'm just saying. She's the second Drag Race queen ever to never have to sashay away, followed by Ginny Lemon. Inti. Inti. Big fat pussy
0: i and big fat pussy in t uh next week is snatch game do. i'm excited to know literally no one they're doing but still laugh. <laughs> here we go
1: this is gonna be the episode i'm excited so... to
0: do my research so i can understand the comedy a little bit better that's what i'm excited for
1: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, I think it's been a hot minute since we've done an episode this quickly, but uh, clearly we're both out of it today. So,
1: I said I would be well-rested for this episode. That was a lie.
0: I said I wouldn't have heat stroke for this episode. That was a lie. Uh, subscribe, like, and share. We'll be back very
1: shortly with another episode
0: of Philippines. So with that,
1: bye! Bye! I'm just a holy fool baby it's so cool but i'm still in love with you t-